0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the PATH Podcast. This is episode 67. I am Jason. Hey there, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on the PATH today. Um, you can see it's a little bit different today um, because your boy got COVID. And um, so I'm, I'm uh, in quarantine isolation. But thank God for the advent of uh, technology that we could do this like this. Um, and so we have the the really cool opportunity to wrap up our Advent series for the year uh, from uh, from here at Lafayette First. And so, Derek, um, tell us really quick, just maybe maybe a really brief recap of where where we've been, uh, and then how do, how do we wrap all this up in what you talked about yesterday in the New Covenant, which was um, a beautiful beautiful sermon of. Uh, how God writes uh, his love for us on our hearts. But um, yeah, just just walk us through all that really quick.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this has been my favorite series uh, that I've preached so far, um, because number one, uh, I just, I love the story of Christmas, the story of Advent, the story um, you know, of, of a savior come to rescue It's just, I mean, number one, it's a beautiful story. Number two, it's amazing that God would do that for us. But then I also love this series because we traced it from the very beginning, the promises that were made, the relationship that God created with mankind through various mediators, uh, covenant partners, and and it's just beautiful, man. It's just uh, rich, and uh, to see God's chesed uh, all along, woven from every page, to see the shadow of hope that was found ultimately in Christ, but we saw it all along from Genesis three fifteen and on. Uh, well, I mean, really from the from the very beginning on, but but certainly specifically uh, in the protoevangelion in. Uh, Genesis three fifteen, so we see the beauty of all that. So it's it's been excellent and great. And then um, each week we've already teased how these things were fulfilled in Christ, right? We we talked about how um, in in the the covenant with with Adam uh, on behalf of creation, um, you know, God established. Uh, this image and likeness we talked about uh, that's ultimately, you know, found in Christ uh, the hope of Christ uh, and his redemptive work because the covenant partner broke the covenant and sinned. Uh, We see that and are excited about that. So thankful for that. We see uh, we see the bow in the sky Uh, As a sign of the covenant with Noah on behalf of all creation, uh, that it's a promise of God's peace to come, that he uh, one day would point the wrath of God at his his own self to accomplish uh, the work of salvation and the work of peace, ultimate peace, is found in Christ. That the the Bible says that um, the wrath of God was satisfied in Christ uh, taking on our punishment of sin, but you see that in Noah, you see that in the sign in the sky, the rainbow in the sky, the bow, the weapon of war put down, no longer directed toward humankind, uh, but now pointing upwards, you know, so you see that, you see it again and again and again in every one of these covenants, and so we, you know, in a lot of ways, the message that already been preached, which is good, because we had Um, we had our friends from children's ministry there. We had our first family ministry day that we're going to do several more throughout the year uh, for that. And that's where we invite kids to learn and sit with their parents and learn uh, and worship. But it's also geared toward everyone. It's not meant to be uh, super long or as big church, quote unquote, as, uh, as it normally is. And so we did We did that. We had a a truncated service. We um, were intentional about uh, giving each child um, a doodle sheet, some things to write on or color on that that they heard from the sermon or whatever. But then we also, you know, I tried to uh, speak on a level that, that most or all would understand. And then we had the illustration, I think, that really drove home the point. Uh, of the passage uh from Jeremiah yesterday so we we looked at Jeremiah's uh um uh prophecy about Christ uh to come and um so it's very interesting just that um we we saw all of that um culminate in Jeremiah so when i when i thought we would do this series I thought I'd come from um, the Lord's Supper and how Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. I mean, I had every intention of doing that uh, all along and it wasn't up, it wasn't up until I was preparing for the message that it's like, why would I do that? Here you see the, the beauty of this written about 500 years before Jesus even came yeah. uh, in the prophecy of Jeremiah that, that, and it's so clearly Christ. Now we could have gone to Isaiah fifty-three through fifty-six as well. We could have gone there, uh, but I loved how Jeremiah. It, it's the only Old Testament mention of the actual word "new covenant." Yeah. Uh, the other language in Isaiah um, and some other places as well is, uh, you know, uh, is a little bit different. It doesn't say "new" exactly. So I wanted, I, I thought Jeremiah was a great place to go and to see um, how this would shake out, uh, how it was already prophesied that it would shake out. And we, we certainly know it was sh- shaken out, this covenant was shaken out in Jesus, yeah. uh, because he did yeah. say, this is the new covenant in my blood, and, and, and I'm here not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law and, and all these things
0: can we can we just pause just for a second right there? And I love I love that um, you know we I think that this sermon or this uh, series that we've gone through is a testament to the beauty of the the grand narrative of scripture um that it that it's so important for us as followers of Christ that we spend time in the Old Testament. Um, that I think a lot of times, you know, we especially as Americans, we're like, oh, we don't want to, I don't want to hear any of that like Old Testament like angry God stuff. I don't want to hear any of that, and um, and, and yet. If we don't hear that, it, we don't get as full of a picture of who Jesus is and what he, what the the incredible significance of him saying things like "This is a new covenant in my bro, in my blood," or "I didn't come to abolish the law; I came to fulfill it." You know that the the, thing, the fact that Jesus says that. If you don't have that background of the things that we've looked at in over the last few weeks, that, then then um, it makes it makes this picture uh, incomplete. If you don't have that. And so I, I, I love that, not, not that I'm surprised by this, but I love that the Holy Spirit in, in us planning has led you to this, to, to lead us through this uh, study uh, over the last few weeks, because it's just been, it, it's such a great reminder to me of how important a biblical theology is to see that God works from page one to the last page. Uh, and it's all the same narrative through the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's 40 different authors, uh, yeah. human authors. It's what um, this narrative that is, is woven throughout. It's the storyline of scripture, some would call it. I really like that yeah. terminology. Uh, it's, um, as some guys I read, uh, Peter Gentry and Stephen Wellham, uh, they, they, they talk about it's God's kingdom mm-hmm. through God's covenants. Yeah. It's what you see. And man, you see it. You see it so, um, so clearly. And if you don't study these things and don't know these things, you can still get a picture of the kingdom and the gospel, but it's much richer. It's much, Mm -hmm. much richer to see it in this, uh, in this light. Um, And Jesus, that's the thing, you know, people will will try to, you know, uh, remove Jesus from the old Testament. Jesus wouldn't have removed himself. (laughs) <laughs> no. from the Old no he, he quoted uh all the time and all the time he, uh, he'd pick up scrolls and he'd get people mad but he'd say hey listen to this this is me yeah. this is about me you know and so jesus didn't do that he talked about how he came to fulfill it not a, abolish it or uh, avoid it um yeah and now in the early church you know because gentiles are being saved they they tweaked the language it's the same language but but shared it in a way that could be understood by jew and gentile
0: yeah
1: uh they didn't let anyone come in and say you had to k- keep the law and follow the, the gospel but the imagery is there i mean paul and everything yeah. he writes he he writes from a, a perspective of knowing in and out the old testament torah the old testament yeah. scriptures. so um yeah it does make it richer and and, and it's important for us to see that so we looked at that yesterday, we looked at Jeremiah 31, Jeremiah 30, but then we jumped over to the New Testament as well. And so some of the things that we we noted um, was that Jeremiah says that God's new covenant is written on the hearts of those who know Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it says um, in Jeremiah 31, uh, 33, instead, this is the covenant, this is the covenant. So this is the new covenant. This is what it is. This is what he says. These are the new stipulations. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel for after those days. The Lord's declaration. I will put my teaching within them mm. and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people, which is is covenant language. Yeah. I will be their God, they will be my people. It's it's from the very beginning. It's it's It's, it's it's um, it's this relationship this vertical and horizontal uh, aspect of covenant we've talked about all along so the 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 new covenant is written on our hearts we know that and I think this is what Jeremiah is alluding to and eludes in alludes to in 30 as well is that that's through the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit writes it on our hearts uh, that's you know that's it's an internal working rather than mostly or primarily external working, which was in the Old Testament. Now, this is not something brand new. That's not what new means in this in this sense. It means that it is fulfilled or completed or done in a new way. And that is through Christ. Yeah. And so we talked about why could that be? Well, it's because the the covenant partners before Jesus. All screwed it up, right? Adam sinned, Noah sinned, Abraham sinned, Moses and Israel sinned, David sinned, but Jesus never did. Yeah. And that's it's significant that we believe and understand that Jesus was without sin. He who knew no sin uh, became sin on our behalf, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, so, and I love 34. It says, no longer. Uh, will one teach his neighbor his brother saying know the Lord for they will know all know me from the least of the greatest and this is the Lord's declaration for I will forgive their iniquity and never again remember their sin. He mm-hmm. changes our hearts because he can because he is without sin. Yeah. so he's a perfect it's a better covenant because the covenant mediator is a better mediator mm-hmm. and the covenant partner Jesus, is perfect and without sin so any thoughts
0: on that it's so um (laughs) it's just beautiful man like it's one of those things where like um for me it make it makes me feel very small but in a good way um and what i mean by that is that it, it it never depended on us not, I mean, we, we've seen that every week in right. the beginning. It never depended on us, but it's, it's like God gave humanity an, an opportunity. opportunity, like, you know, hey, we can, let, let's try this. Let's, let's see what goes. And then at this point, he says, you know what, I, let me just do this for you. Um, I'm going to make your heart right. I'm going to put this covenant on your heart. I'm going to live up to both sides of the covenant. I'm going to be your God. You're going to be my people, and, and it's, uh, it's um, <laughs> it's just it's it's so refreshing to hear. Like it's something that I know and believe deep down in my heart. But it's so great to be reminded of it, and especially at Christmas because I think it's not something that we typically connect at Christmas time. Um, but right. it's but it's it's there. I mean that Jesus coming at Christmas was so that this new covenant could be ratified in our 100%. hearts. Yeah. And yeah. and um and, and it's just it's beautiful to see how, like you made the point yesterday, this is hundreds of years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem when Jeremiah is, is delivering this prophecy. Um and yet it's it's God saying, hey, listen, I'm I'm just gonna come do this, <laughs> you know? And uh and and I just I, I love that picture of god taking full responsibility but also taking full action at the same time and and it's just it's such a beautiful picture to me
1: yeah and what i love about this and that was the second point is that because jesus was without sin we can draw near to god and that's that's the whole point of covenant right is this relationship we we saw that in the mosaic or the the covenant with israel the book of covenant that moses delivered to the people of israel is that the whole point of it was so that they as a people would be a priesthood a royal priesthood yeah and what that meant is that they were able to draw near to god well now we don't we don't draw near on our own merit
0: mm-hmm. right we
1: draw near because christ draw near and we drew near and we draw near through Him. Yeah. and what he accomplished and that's what jeremiah 30 prophesies is that the 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 son of jacob the man of jacob right um 21 and 22 jacob's leader will be one of them his ruler will issue from him he will i will invite him to me and he will approach me so he will be able to draw near unto god well because jesus is perfect without sin and can draw near to God, number one, because he is God, but he's also uh, a mediator for us. He draws near to the Father mm-hmm. on our behalf. Through him, we draw near as well,
0: Yeah. and
1: when we do, Hebrews 10 uh, clearly shows this, and I, I love this was led into our illustration yesterday, and it said um, that as we uh, are able to approach the throne of God boldly, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm still turning there. Hebrews 10, 19 through 22. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary, how? How can we enter? Yeah, through the I blood of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. He has inaugurated for us a new, there's that word new again, mm-hmm. and living way. So that might be even a, a a better way to describe new covenant is living covenant. Yeah. Through the curtain, that is through His flesh, and since we have a great high priest, that's Jesus again. So, uh, no longer, you know the uh, there's that priesthood again, but it's Jesus is the great high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near, so we can approach with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we see we can draw near and because we draw near, he cleans us, he cleanses us uh, from our sin. And that's what we showed in the illustration. Uh, Maybe we can uh, just cut that little video down um, and show it on, put it on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can do that, and so we'll put it on there just in case you missed it, and uh, you can see that illustration again. It went over well, so yeah.
0: But uh, it goes over any, well. It went over well in person, and and it went over well on the live stream as well. So there you go. There you yeah, no, it's it's again, it's it's one of those things where even though I've been a follower of Christ for nearly thirty years. Stuff like this still gets me like I'm oh, yeah. right on the edge being choked up right now. Just thinking about what Jesus did for us, um, yeah. that that we we can now you and me as normal old human beings can approach God with confidence or with boldness, yeah, knowing yeah. that we have a right to be there because of who Jesus is, because yeah. of what Jesus did. And through his blood. Yeah. Yeah. Through his blood. And not that, not that we come in there arrogantly because there's a difference between arrogance and confidence, um, oh, yeah, but it's, I, I love that, you know, in my mind, I picture walking into the throne room of a, of a castle or whatever and, and not walking in going, Hey everybody, what's up? But walking in going, man, I don't deserve to be here, but I can be here because of, who Jesus is sitting right there at your right hand. And, um, and that's, man, that's so awesome to me, man. Like awesome is such an inadequate word, but it's the only one that comes to my mind right now, uh, of thinking about all that, that we gain in Christ and how, um, how he made, he made the ultimate sacrifice for us. Um, when, when we didn't even realize we needed to be sacrificed for, you know? Yeah it's yeah. just beautiful
1: yeah we're not going in there shooting finger pistols hey, <laughs> hey, what's hey up? i'm here to see the king yeah you know uh we we're like um you know i think of a, a child honestly like a for whatever reason a little girl uh that just comes in and she's clutching her uh, favorite stuffed animal or doll but she walks in there and uh someone says little girl why are you here?" And it's like, uh, you know, my dad's uh, the boss here. So
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I need to talk to him. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just that picture of um, humility in the midst of boldness or confidence, you know, yeah. humility to say, uh, I'm only here because I know the one who runs this show. I'm, yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm only because I have a relationship with him. Yeah. And so you know um, that's a difference. You know that's the difference for sure,
0: right? For sure. Yeah it's it's just a um, again. It, I, I love studies like this that make all of Scripture come alive. Oh yeah. Um, you know to say, you know, because to jump from Jeremiah to Hebrews, that's a that's a gigantic jump from you know from a scriptural standpoint. But it's it's hey, this is the fulfillment of what Jeremiah is talking about, like it's so this, clear. Was a, this was a prophecy there that hadn't happened yet, but then it did happen right here, and we can see right. it,
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, and that's that's so cool to me, man,
1: <laughs> yeah, and the writer Hebrews is writing from that perspective of of you know talking about the importance of the Old Testament, you know, I mean, yeah. really leaning heavy into it, you know absolutely uh, yeah because the audience that he was writing to. Um, yeah, yeah. it's amazing, man. I love it. And the the final point of the day was that all of God's promises are accomplished through Christ for those who believe. And I love, you know, second Corinthians is like, Hey, uh, it's not yes and no. If you're in Christ, it's yes. Yeah. Yes. You promise. All these promises are yours It's Mm -hmm. yes. And amen, you know? And so, I love that I love that that's that's the point and uh, my my heart and soul in this is that maybe even through this podcast someone's listening and 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 hasn't yet trusted Christ mm-hmm. listen trust him today believe in him today yeah. draw near yeah. to him today and he will draw near to you and draw near to God on your behalf mm-hmm. and he will wash you clean from your sin and seal your heart with the spirit and so that's my Prayer And my hope is that uh, through this truth, because, yeah, it is exciting to me. And I I think I told Allison, I was like, how can anyone study this and not just be radically changed? Right. Like, you know, I don't know, like the more I study, the more I get ready to preach, the more I'm just so thankful for who God is and what he's done. And and, and I hope that comes across and is conveyed um, as I preach. But it's like, how could other Christians not or other quotes, quote unquote, or so-called Christians not be in the same situation every time they hear this or read it? How could it not stir up uh, affection in your heart and, uh, you know, like just get you roused up, too? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, But at the end of the day, my prayer is that it wouldn't just get people who are already Christians excited but that it would pierce into the heart of someone that is yet to trust Christ Mm -hmm. and that they would, through this message that's so clearly laid out, they would also become a part of this covenant um, because they've trusted in Jesus and what Jesus has accomplished and what he's done uh, for us and on our behalf. And that's my prayer. If you're listening, I plead with you, trust Jesus today. Uh, you won't find, um, any more solace or, or comfort, uh, in any other place than in him. And my prayer is that if you're listening or watching trust Jesus today, that's my
0: prayer for you.
1: Anything, any final thoughts, man?
0: No, I, d- I don't think we could end it any better than that right there. Um, come to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he has a place for you in his kingdom. So yeah um but yeah so this is where we turn it over to you guys um if you'd love to respond we would love to help you walk through that um if you have but we we would love to know how god has spoken to you over the last few weeks as we've celebrated advent and um you can, you can get in contact with us in several ways. Um, number one, you could email us at the path at at lafayettefirst.life. We would love to talk to you that way. Um, or you could comment right on this YouTube video. And, uh, again, we would love to interact with you and, and, uh, help you walk through however God might be working in your life. Um, we did want to let you know that, um, we're going to take a couple weeks off. Uh, from podcasting, Um, but we will be back uh, like mid-January. So uh, we want to kind of, I want to kind of just let you guys know where we're heading. Um, You you may have heard yesterday, if you were at church uh, this coming Sunday, which will be the first Sunday of 2022. It's already here. Crazy. Um, But we're going to start a new sermon series called uh, Seven, or the Book of Revelation, uh, and we're going to look at the Book of Revelation over the next couple of years, actually, here at Lafayette First, and um, we're not going to spend every week over the next couple of years in Revelation, we're going to take it in chunks, Um, but Revelation is such an important book for us and unfortunately there's a lot of misconceptions about the book of revelation and we want to maybe help walk through that uh over the next few years or a couple of years and um so we'll be recapping that uh in a couple of weeks and bringing us up to speed and then we'll work through it um but uh we would love to see you be a part of that we'd love for you to be at church that we can uh talk through that over the next couple of years um but until next time i am jason i'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path in 2022. Hope you have a great new year and we will see you next time. See ya.